want to be real with you. Uh, trust you are having a good day or night whenever you get to listen to this and thank you for tuning in to this little podcast this little outlet and um, I don't really have an agenda for today's podcast Um, you know sometimes in life I think it's a goal of every person especially from teenager teenage going onward it's hard to want to figure out who you are um many persons have you know testimonies or um testimonials to trying out different things being in different cliques some persons had a goth phase or um, they, they wanted to be with the popular people and that sort of thing. You know, but my question to you and to myself is who who are you really? Who are you? Are you are you happy? Um are you living fulfilled? Do you think there is anything more? that you can do in this life or are you you know fully self-actualized um feeling very teary on today's episode but yeah it is what it is um yeah i think i just always just struggle to really fit in to really fit in um one of my earliest memories of uh and forgive me, I don't know if I've spoken about these in, in various podcasts. I try to be sort of organized um, with regard to what I speak about. But yeah, I just felt led to just do this one now. So one of my earliest memories of being rejected was uh, was um, in prep school. Some model, I think some relative of some person in our year group came to recruit people. Um, for some modeling thing, I don't know. And um, all the girls in my year was chosen, and I was like the only one who wasn't chosen. And I was heartbroken because I guess modeling was based on looks and all of that. Or I don't know if they have had some other agenda that I didn't fit as a as a girl, where all the other girls were chosen. But yeah, I wasn't chosen, and I was heartbroken. And I just remember uh, just going back up to the class and um, amongst the boys. And I, I just wept, like, I'm like, what was wrong with me? Um, excuse me. Why why wasn't I chosen, you know? And that the hurt and that pain was very real. And sometimes people really don't understand what they do to people and do to children. Um, sometimes some, some damages are irreparable, but... Anyways, I'll move on from that. So I was really wondering what was wrong with me. Um, anyways, went down to high school and uh, the first day of high school was, was a bit skewed. Um, there was a little incident that took place uh, just by me saying something. And um, I was out of school for a little bit. And, uh, you know, 
I kind of missed out on that, you know, when they knew to somewhere and that kind of norming, storming, a group formation bit. Yeah, sort of missed out on that. So, again, you know, I felt a bit rejected. And um, I, I just remember, uh, I think it was the summer going into the eighth grade that um, I really became saved. Uh, um, well, you guys are free to unsubscribe or um, stop listening if you choose to, but yeah, I'm just gonna speak as I feel it to. So, um, um, so yeah, I became saved and, um, I remember, uh, cause I used to be picked up by my grandfather or my mother. I don't think I started taking like public transport in high school, um, till close to the ninth grade. So yeah, I remember just sitting there, um, you know, school was very prestigious and all of that, but I, I don't know, I was just alone and um, when I became saved, uh, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Um, I remember I sat there and uh, I don't know, the Lord gave me the scripture, and I think from there, I kind of, from that point onward, I was just like, yeah, this is my favorite scripture. Um, let me see if I can find it here. I remember it, which is so bad. <laughs> but yeah, it really meant a lot to me in that moment. Uh, okay, so it was um, Isaiah 1, verse 11. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> All right, I can't find it right now, but that scripture that says, you know, come now, let us reason together, say the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though I face rejection on many fronts, um, the Lord was inviting me to speak with him. And I just found that profound. The God of the universe would want to talk to little old me. Um, that he'd want to have dialogue with me and that he had something better for me. That though I was marred with sin and bad choices even at 12 years old that he wanted to make me new and make me whole um so yeah I'm just really encouraging you listener today that um even in rejection there's hope rejection by the world or family whomever there is hope for you um, you can rise above anything that you face. Yeah, you can rise above anything that you face. Um, don't think I'm being very obedient at the f- right now. I'm really, really should be saying something else. Should be really giving the truth of the matter, but I'm. I'm scared of what uh, people's reaction will be, which is not good. 
But yeah, growing up, you know, I would look on and through high school and college and work in life, um, I would look on and I would just wonder, even though I was saved and all that, like what is wrong with me? Um, in church, I didn't fit in. Um, various persons and I would just have disagreements. Like I've always said it. Um, now that I've gotten a voice and realized my voice that God has given me and my individuality, um, I would I would always say, you know, that uh, I don't fit in with people. And that's fine. I'm happy being an individual, and I really can't fake um, being something else. I really can't, really can't be fake being what I'm not. You know, is that I gonna love it or leave it? But I really can't fake. Um, being something that I'm not. Uh, I remember, you know, in prep school, everybody used to, you know, hype up the teachers and, oh, lovey-dovey and whatever and all that. Yeah, yeah, if the teacher's there, I would show respect and all that, but I couldn't just be that fake person. You know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, um, even now, you know, I, I really don't fit in with many um, groups, uh, social groups. It's not that I'm antisocial or anything. Um, it's just that, you know, I'm just quite real and have a very low tolerance, I guess, for fakeness. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I used to just wonder what it is, like, why can't I just be like everybody else? And the Lord wouldn't have me to be like everybody else, given that same scripture I quoted earlier. You know, the Lord has has separated me for a reason um there are just some persons in the kingdom that have a very different story a very different um path albeit guided by the word of god and the principles of god um when we allow it but some persons just have a very different testimony and honestly i think i'm one of them so, uh, for the past, uh, up to about 2019, from about 2011, I went through a very, 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 very difficult, uh, patch. And, uh, I was very fervent serving the Lord, serving the Lord wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, uh, just, just giving God everything. You know, God is perfect, God is love, God is everything, and I was in a relationship with the Lord and I tried my best to just um, be faithful and fervent and you know going on and on I realized that I don't know if it's well my time was was taken up you know with work and duties and all of these things but still tried my almost best to to seek God and to live for God um you know but throughout those eight years um I realized that things became very different I, I was used to praying and seeing things change and they weren't you know as, as time went on and gradually like got worst you know things were just becoming unmovable and I was like 
but I'm believing God. I'm I'm praying. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. It hurt. It really, really, really hurt. Really hurt. Because I was doing, as I said, what I thought I that was right. You know, going to church and being faithful and just doing what I'm supposed to do. And then, you know, I just, after a while, I just started letting go. I started letting go. And, um, um, God bless my immediate family. You know, they were, oh gosh, I was probably a, a pain to their ears. And, um, just a few people in the kingdom as well. Some one and two persons I confided in. I was probably a pain to their inbox oh god I would ask for prayer like I don't know because I thought maybe my prayers were insufficient or I just needed some sort of backup and uh, you know there was just a lot going on a lot going on and I couldn't figure out what was wrong what was wrong and uh, someone helped me pray about it and they said it seems as though I'm an intercessor so an intercessor you know based on like when you hear the term you kind of think of like prayer somebody who's really supposed to pray for the needs of others um a lot of psychology majors know have these fancy terms um empath and you know your enneagram and this and that and whatever I, I don't even understand that whole enneagram bit but yeah, you're empath and you're a very um what's that term? Sensitive person and you know. But yeah, I would rather go with the intercessor bit. Cause really I, I didn't really understand the intercessor. When you heard intercessor, you just thought it's this old lady in church. And I'm not old, hey, no. <laughs> this old lady in church who prays for everybody and prays really long and you know. But so, but the person let me understand that um, when you are going through, you don't see something changing for so long, and you're praying, and it's it's like God is holding you then in the situation for you to share your experiences with somebody else to have a testimony. And yeah, God is not cruel and wicked, but He builds character and He pulls out certain things out of you. Um, if you if you don't really go through stuff, how can you help other people? You see what I'm saying? So that was what happened to me. Um, you know, I'm supposed to help other people, even during throughout this little podcast. Um, I'm supposed to help somebody else. I know it. Um, I remember from Sunday school days, they would ask, you know, what you want to be or what do you think? your gift in the kingdom of God is and um, I would say to help people to encourage people because yeah I have um, like preached and exhorted and oh, I had a lovely singing voice um, up to six years ago but during my pregnancy I guess I vomited so much somehow like I really can't really hold a note so well anymore and I've come a far way as well because um, I remember a few years ago, like, I didn't want to really lead any worship anymore because my voice seemingly was gone. 
and uh, I was prompted by the Holy Spirit to go and lead it and from that time I had an improvement in my voice true story true true story true story and um, you know I got a little I can sort out I don't sound like I'm croaking so much and even my voice my speaking voice I never it never used to sound this way maybe it's because of all the vomiting I did when I was pregnant but that's an aside yeah so um, yeah so I really felt my purpose was to like encourage to pray for people and I've had uh, when I was at camp um, in 2003 that camp really really changed my, my life first ever camp experience um, somebody prophesied to me I still don't know who it was but somebody came to me and was like yeah God's gonna use your hands and God is gonna use you to bless other people and other stuff in my life has have really confirmed the saying that I'm really supposed to help even if it's one person, I know that um, I have a goal and a mission. So that rejection is really for uh, my assignment and for me to really have a voice and for me to really um, understand myself and just go and do what I'm supposed to do. Um, I'm kind of nervous to delve into the depths of what I've faced, but um I think I have to do it eventually, not because of anyone else, not even my own desires, but um, just to help somebody else. Uh, and I think what is really lacking as well in terms of helping um, is, is somebody who is spiritually sound, is somebody who has had experience with God, not just reading self-help books and posit- on positivity and uh, upliftment and optimism, but to really come from place of darkness endure the darkness and have come out on the other side and been able to share um, their experience and I really do think I am qualified in that regard to share and, and to give a word of encouragement to help somebody else because I'm a really really private person for me to do this I know um, it must be God leading me to do this and he did tell me that you know, I'd be sharing some testimonies with y'all. So um, I will just end this being real on this note that um, yeah, you're 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 not rejected for a reason. Even if you are, there there there's there's a reason for it, and there's no rejection that can outdo or shun the love of God from your life. Nothing too hard or too bad or too disgusting that you've been involved in that um, is so deplorable that God can't extend his hand to you or won't extend his hand to you and bring you back to a place of truth. Um, I really do love you and thank you for listening. I will do more of these as I'm led and as I have quiet and um, in hopes of uplifting somebody else. This has been Real with Cherie.